Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Obi-Wan Kenobi. On Disney Plus. Disney Plus. You wanted some more Star Wars shit, didn't you? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? Uh, I was not a fan. Oh, really? I, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I liked it way less than I thought I was going to. <laughs> Might actually actively hate it. Uh, oh, wow. We'll not watch this again. All right. I'm not. I mean, let's be honest. I never watched these Star Wars shows again. So did you, you finished the Mandalorian, didn't you? No. <laughs> All right. Well, then, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So and that that one's been the best of the bunch. And even that is just kind of like, eh, it's fine. Do you want to tell everybody what this was about? It's about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Ten years after he kills Darth Vader. Yeah. What? Ten years after he has the high ground on Darth Vader. <laughs> you watched and the recap. Ha- yeah, I did all three times that they felt necessary to show it again. The the long, long Jar Jarless recap. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah, I didn't need a reminder of how bad those movies were. Especially when uh, in, in doing promos for this. Uh, spoiler, I'm pretty sure Hayden Christensen ends up in this show. As Darth Vader or something. I would hope to as Darth Vader. <laughs> it's just like some dude. He's just he's just a dude. Um, so in like promos, I've seen them talking about it. And it's them talking about like the prequels get a bad rap. And then we watch this recap and I'm like, no, nah, they got a pretty okay rap. <laughs> One of them was all right. Nah, was it? <laughs> I've rewatched. So I'm sure I've mentioned every time we watch a Star Wars show show on this I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. I've watched all like the original trilogy. I've watched the new trilogy in the nineties. I saw them all in the theater. Like when they did that, like rerun of the original trilogy when right before those came out. And I've seen all of the ones with Daisy Ridley. The, yeah. The new, new trilogy, the new, new tr- trilogy. And did you see Rogue One? I think i saw rogue one it's the only good stars movie i've ever seen rogue one yes rogue one was actually legitimately very good it's just a rehash of the first movie rogue one right no it's a rehash of how they got the the blueprints for the death star yeah that's not a rehash it's it's a telling of something that's obliquely referenced in the first one it's just like hey some people died to get us these blueprints and it's that whole tale Rogue yeah. One was legit good, but aren't all the plot points the same plot points from the fir- from the first Star Wars movie? No, they, the fucking good guys lose in Rogue One. Like everybody dies. What am I thinking of then? You're thinking of the the new trilogy, the, the new, new trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, the, okay. that Rise. Uh, um, fuck, I don't remember what, what it was called. The the new trilogy. Rise. Like, the, the first one with Daisy Ridley. Yes, was a point for point. Okay, that's where, what I'm thinking. Yes, exactly, and that's why it's not very good. It was just a lot of. Hey, remember this point from Star Wars? We're going to do it again. Over and over and over again. And that's, I think, the second one in that trilogy was trying to get away from that, but did so very poorly. And then the third one just kind of ignored the second movie because it did so poorly. But we're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. You know 
I've been thinking about this since I watched this show and how Disney is just like churning out all these Star Wars products and ignoring Jar Jar Binks. I legit think that they should just make an animated kid show of Jar Jar Binks. And like tone down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tone down some things. Like like on the knob that's that's labeled racism question mark. <laughs> Yeah. Just tone that down to like from zero point five out of eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't think they'll do that <laughs> until and unless they decide to just remake the prequel trilogies and just make Jar Jar not a weird racist stereotype. I guess I don't know. Yeah. All right. Where do you want to start on Obi Wan? I don't know. <laughs> So here's my first, my first note just says Star Wars. I don't know why I wrote Star Wars down. <laughs> In case you <laughs> forgot that this was based on the whole Star Wars. Uh, okay, that's fair. We should probably open the podcast with us just saying Star Wars. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my next note, I've got some thoughts on Ewan McGregor, who does a good job in this. And... Uh, the first thing I looked up was Alec Guinness's age in the first Star Wars versus his age now, and it actually it, it actually adds up. Alec Guinness was sixty three when he was in the first Star Wars, and Ewan McGregor is fifty one now. So yeah, so not that much of a stretch. Although this show set ten years after the thing, and those were made twenty years ago. For sure. Also, those kids were like six. Right. That's that's the thing that drove me the nuttiest about this is let's hammer on how this is 10 years later. It's been 10 years since Order 66. It's been 10 years since X, Y, or Z happened. But those kids are clearly less than 10, like significantly less than 10 years old. Those kids, by the way, are Luke Skywalker and Leia. And who gives a shit about that? Out of, what's her last name? Organa. Organa. I've got a lot of thoughts and questions about what their plan is here. So these two kids, okay. <laughs> these two kids are Darth Vader's children. Children. And the fear is that if they're discovered, they'll be executed i'm assuming i don't think or stolen and and turned over the dark side and turned over the dark side yeah something horrible sure only a handful of people know about these kids right except for leia was adopted by a senator and is being raised as the senator's daughter everybody knows that she was adopted in Everybody knows how close the senator and Obi-Wan Kenobi were. The other one was given to Darth Vader's family and then watched over by a Jedi who's being hunted down named Obi-Wan Kenobi and to go into hiding changes his name to Ben Kenobi. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I understand Maybe Kenobi's a very popular last name. Kenobi's like their Smith. Yeah. Sure. I get it. 
I would think over the course of the last 10 years, somebody would have come and talked to him at least. You know, just checked him out. Uh, also, he's living in, in this show at least, like a hundred feet from the kid. <laughs> And just watching him through binoculars and leaving him toys and shit. He's doing a really terrible job of keeping this on the down low. Awful job. A terrible job. And then they kidnap Leah because they, they're they trying to get to Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? That's the plan. If they know that kidnapping Leah is going to get Obi-Wan Kenobi to like come out of hiding, then they know who Leia is. No, they just know that she's the adoptive daughter of one of Obi-Wan Kenobi's old friends. I think that that is a really flimsy... That That's even flimsier than I know who she is, Obi-Wan Kenobi will come save her. Yeah. Also, this, uh, this government's openly corrupt, right? Like, why they don't just take that senator and start pulling out his fingernails until they tell him... Where Obi Wan Kenobi is? I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand Star Wars. In fairness, I'm not a hundred percent certain George Lucas understood Star Wars when he was writing that prequel trilogy. I think it was just yeah. There's a global galactic senate, not global galactic senate. Yeah, yeah. I hmm. their plans are so off the wall. Their plans suck. It does explain how Leah. As an adult, knew Obi-Wan Kenobi, though, and sent them a message on a droid to him about how he was their only hope. That was not a plot hole that I needed filled. You know what I mean? It I, could have it just I easily agree. been her dad saying, like, hey, I used to have a friend who was a Jedi. His name's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think he's still alive out there somewhere. I think he's on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, he's out there somewhere. I tell everybody I meet where he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, uh... Return of the Jedi. Luke knows who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. He knows knows who Ben Kenobi is. Yeah, but in this show he doesn't. They didn't interact at all. Right. He only knew that Ben Kenobi existed in uh, the original Star Wars in A New Hope, not Return of the Jedi. I guess guess here's the point I'm actually trying to make. In Return of the Jedi, doesn't Luke, when they mention Obi Wan, a new Kenobi. hope, a new hope, not Return of the Jedi. Okay, sure. I just there's Star Wars nerds that listen to our podcast. They're gonna get real mad about it. It's a new hope. It's the first one, not the third one. Go I'm on. gonna get. I know, I'm gonna get blasted on the internet. I, I'm preempting that. Don't bother blasting. Go don't on. at me. Do, when they mention him, doesn't he? No, I don't. I guess he doesn't say that he's a Jedi. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't he know doesn't he's know. a Jedi. He yeah. just knows that Ben Kenobi is some uh, old hermit, and R two D two comes down with this message, and he's like, "Well, I don't know an Obi Wan Kenobi, but I know a Ben Kenobi. Maybe he knows the guy." And then goes off and finds him. Right, which, which is exactly what <laughs> yeah. the government hunting Obi Wan Kenobi should have thought at some point in the past twenty five years. I think he could have even <laughs> even he could have. <laughs> He could have uh, gone even – he just could have chosen such a lazy way to hide his name, it, like reversing it and just be, I'm Ben <laughs> Ebonek. <laughs> and that would have been easier to explain at least than just calling yourself Ben Kenobi. Yeah. And there it, is – You know what would have been better? See if he called himself Toby one Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there is 
no way that Ben Kenobi is not on the radar of these Jedi hunters. Like, somebody at some point would have said, hey, there's this guy named Ben Kenobi on the Outer Rim that... Michael, I, you just explained it away. It's the Outer Rim. The Empire doesn't have any authority here. <laughs> the Jedi hunters are on Tatooine hunting a different Jedi. Correct. <laughs> and what did the townspeople say? You have no authority here. Right before they get their hand chopped off. <laughs> right. Exactly. Some drunk guy in a bar is not going to say, oh, there's a guy named Ben Kenobi lives down the way. Maybe he's related to Obi-Wan. Yeah, I... Somebody had to have knocked on Obi-Wan Kenobi's door and said, hey. They they knew who he was, or at least had enough of a clue. I think that's the least believable part about this. I think it would have been an interesting scene without the other townspeople there of them grilling Uncle, what was his name? Owen. Owen, that's right. Uncle Owen and seeing if he was going to snap. But like, there is no world in which there are a hundred townspeople around, one of whom just got their hand chopped off, that not a single one of them peeps up and goes, I don't know if this is for sure the guy, but you should check out Ben Kenobi. That's a hermit out there. <laughs> yes. I, I know. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but instead, what they do is go, well, this one guy didn't know, so... We're going to go kidnap a child somewhere, I guess. Well, they weren't they weren't looking for Obi-Wan. They were looking for that other Jedi. That's true. Yeah, That's it's fair. a coincidence. That's fair. Also, does that planet that planet blows up in one of the Star Wars movies, doesn't it? Uh Alderaan does, the one that the uh, Leia, Leia's Leia's on. living on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that planet's getting blown up. Man, dude. They don't even know. You're right. They don't even know that that's coming. That whole planet's going to get exploded. I know. Yeah. You'd think that they would have, like, more allusions to the planet blowing up throughout the thing. Like, they'd, like, mention... Like, all like, sorts of cans of gasoline <laughs> hanging around. Like, I sure hope someone doesn't fire a laser at this planet. <laughs> Turns out that the Death Star wasn't even that powerful. They just... <laughs> Instead of using insulation in their houses, they just lined it all with gasoline, like just filled it up to the brim. What's the... Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go back. Which movie does that happen in? A New Hope? The first one. Yeah, the, New Hope. Okay. I'd like... When they re-released the movies and like added things and stuff like that, it would have been funny if they... Death Star shoots at Alderaan and then it cuts to like some guy like... Uh, on Alderaan doing something and then um, the planet blowing up. I'm just trying to think of what the funniest... <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to think I, I'm imagining some guy, like, plastering up the walls of his house, but you can see he's plastering over, like, blocks of TNT. Like... <laughs> no, I'm picturing, like, uh, like a sexual climax or, uh, like, a uh, guy, like, Finally puts the last piece in a puzzle he's been working on for like drops the last payment on his like the, on his mortgage in the mailbox just like there it's <laughs> yep. done and, and then, then just kaboom yeah <laughs> I think I think in I've order to to play it safe three days to retirement <laughs> I think just to play it safe when we remake or not remake but remaster the movies and like add some scenes in because they're gonna come to like we are we have so many good ideas here I think just to be safe we're gonna put all of those in. I think we've got, it's got to be each scene 
and then the planet blowing up. So, like, we see the planet blow up three or four times just to really nail home that this planet has blown up. And it's fucked up the lives of at least four people. So, so it'll be, like, a guy, like, I'm about to put this last piece in this puzzle. I've been working on this for 20 years. And then, kaboom! And then it'll be, like, oh, here's the last payment on my mortgage. And then it'll be, like, kaboom! And then it'll be, like, Misa gonna come! And then, kaboom! When you go back and edit this episode of the podcast, can you edit that out of my brain? I don't I don't need that imagery because that imagery it it isn't it isn't just one thing. It's not just a me imagining Jar Jar Binks climaxing. It's me imagining you climaxing while saying Misa gotta come. <laughs> Don't ever imagine me climbing. Well, then don't say Misa gonna come to me. You know what? You're right. I can't control what's in your head. Just don't tell me about it. Don't ever say Misa gonna come ever again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the most cursed episode of this podcast ever. People are gonna listen to this and then die seven days later. No, people are gonna listen to this and I'm gonna make that joke and then the planet's gonna explode. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it would be the perfect end to the last couple of years. Whoever was writing this episode of the show absolutely thought that they were the most clever person on the planet when they said out loud or typed out. You don't have to hunt, jet, hunt Jedis. They hunt themselves. Oh, yeah. Because they said that four or five times on this show, which is more than enough for a single season, let alone the first episode of a show. Yeah. And the, the, the stance that they take, the stance that these Jedi hunters take is these Jedi are such good people that they're not going to be able to stop themselves from helping somebody in need. They must be eliminated. Like, a guy gives a whole Inglorious Bastards-type speech, when, and that is the message of his speech, is that we need to kill all these Jedi. Also, they're really good guys. Yep. Th there was never any nuance to the Jedis versus Sith thing. Like, you, you either got power and then used it to help people or got power and used it to make yourself powerful. That was it. Yeah, but even evil entities, like, try to not, like, be... Like, Donald Trump's not out there being all, like, Go I'm an evil fin guy. Finish that sentence. I cannot think of a more average to shitty pantheon of media that has been hyped up and pushed and pushed to the level that Star Wars has. There has never been anything particularly interesting about Star Wars, except in the imaginations of children. Because yes, that's, but that's that, that conflict you're talking about, or, or, you know, these evil guys just for the sake of being evil, that's always been the case. It's just, Hey, come be evil with me. I can do a cool lightning out of my fingers. And that's, the level of discourse that has taken place here. Yeah, it's bonkers. It's shitty. It's like, shitty writing. People in the real world don't say like, hey, come be evil with me. They're just like, hey, want to go to an NRA meeting with me? They're not like saying like, I'm evil. They think they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. 
while children are dying. Why aren't they going after Yoda? Do they think he's dead? I don't recall. Uh, I And I have no interest in going back and watching that movie again to find out. Mm. I know that he fought some people yeah. at the end of the last movie. It's possible I think he's dead or... Yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like they wouldn't believe that Yoda was dead. It feels like that uh, they'd be like, I would feel it in the force if somebody as powerful as in Yoda In fairness, they, they would. Like, that's that's a whole thing for them is yeah. that I can sense, the, you know, power in the force or whatever. So, yeah, I don't – There there's a lot of – there's a lot of really wishy-washy logic that gets used in these movies and now TV shows. I'd watch a Yoda show. Wait, hold on. Is Baby Yoda Yoda as a baby? No. All right. That's right. You haven't watched the second season. No. Um, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in the context of any fantasy show. But I'm surprised you haven't brought it up yet for this. Because I'm pretty sure it's you that brings it up every time. Which is the need for a fantasy sci-fi show like this to just make up words and throw them into phrases. Like, uh, where was it? Well, one of the parents of Leia was talking about her. It's like, ah, it's just like, it's like raising a glow rag as though we have any fucking clue what a glow rag yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like, did you try looking up a glow rag? No, you look up glow rag. I'll look up Jacko Beast. I'm going to guess it's the thing in the, uh, in the, uh, trash compactor. So Jacko Beast is something. In the Star Wars universe, that's never been seen on screen as far unless it's in one of the shows I haven't watched, I guess. But it wasn't in any of the movies. It's just some weird saber toothed tiger looking thing. Mm. Go Rag looks like has been in video games and comic books. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed Two. Comic book. Looks like a video game and a novel. Dumb. Yep. Okay, let's see here. It's really cool that Flea from uh, Red Hot Chili Ch- Peppers has found a niche playing d- dirt bags. Was that Flea? Yeah, it was Flea. As soon as he wrote, it came on screen. I wrote down, "Is that Flea?" Or rather, I think it is. I didn't bother looking it up, but that oh, okay. absolutely, that absolutely was Flea. I'll look it up now, but I'm, yeah, it's Flea. Nice. He's he's got a niche playing dirtbags, man. Why do you think uh, that third sister is hunting Kenobi so hard? She's evil. Okay, but those other people are evil too, and they were like, "Give it up." Who gives a shit about Kenobi? No, she's like evil, dude. Yeah, but like she's got she's got a reason though, right? For Kenobi, like she, she fuck all the rest of these Jedi. I'm going after Kenobi. Why is she? Going after Kenobi. I know. I've, I've got a pretty good real idea why. Okay. She's one of the kids from the... Um, you one know, of the younglings? One of the young... She's one of the younglings, yeah. That got captured. She's one of them that was in that group when they were like, what do we do now? Like, at the, during the recap, they were coming and in. And they she's mad that Kenobi didn't come save them? Yeah, something. She's got some twisted... You just thought just she was just a kid that was there and was like, ah, I'm gonna hate Kenobi now. Yeah, I think she was. <laughs> I think she was one of the younglings. They executed Order sixty six. They came up. You saw that group of people, and uh, the kids were like, "What do we do now?" And the other one was like, "Run!" And then they all run away. She was one of those kids. Guaranteed. I, th- 
I think Naru was the the Jedi that we did see that did die in this, but I don't see what her she could be one of those, but I still don't see what that has to do with her really wanting to kill Obi-Wan. <laughs> like she, really being focused on it. Ignoring her boss who says, give it the fuck up. And in this this universe, your boss is somebody that generally can fucking kill you without a thought, with barely a thought. Because uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was supposed to be like training and in charge of the guy who came and lightsabered all of her friends. Gotcha. So he's the one that that trained up Anakin. It's fair. It's dumb, but it's fair. (laughs) Why did they separate Luke and Leia? Because that would have been even more obvious. Everybody, I think everybody knew that Padme was pregnant with twins. And if they had sent off these twins, for example, to live with the senator, that would have been even more obvious than what is already obvious, which is that one of these is that she's one of the two kids. Um, and same with if they had sent him to live off with Anakin's uncle, aunt and uncle, like yeah. Or all of a sudden they're just like living with some guy that nobody's ever seen ago, whose name is just like Ben, Ben, Ben Kenobi, can can yes be yeah. I think that's why they separated them. Is just so it was <clears throat> they didn't have any good ideas about where to house them, so they their best idea was to separate them so that maybe it's a little little less obvious. Still not a good idea. Okay. I didn't realize that people even knew that Luke or that uh, Anakin had kids. They knew that Padme was pregnant. I think the tale was that Anakin killed Padme. And the kids kids died as a result. I think. A a little Anastasia type thing going on there. I am not sure I've ever seen Anastasia. So. Or read it. I don't know anything about it. The... Oh, what is the fam? What's the family? The Russian family that got all the Anastasias. No, the the Romanovs. The Romanovs. Yes, the the Romanovs got murdered. You know, and Anastasia was supposed to be like the escaped Romanov daughter. Mm-hmm. So she was just like somebody claiming to be a survivor of the Romanovs. After I said it and after you started talking very seriously, like, yeah, it's definitely the Romanovs and started talking about it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure that's Natasha's like Black Widow's last name is Romanov. And it was. <laughs> but also, yes, the Romanov family was. Yeah. Okay. Oh, another note. Jimmy Smith's the senator is talking to another senator. And he says, like, we've got a lot of things that we need to work on, you know. Slave labor, blah, 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 blah. And the other center just like, I'm not here to end slave labor. And I was like, no, 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 no. You guys should probably put that at the top of your list. Yeah, but that's not what he's here for. <laughs> I'm just here for appetizers. Right. And to bring my condescending shitty, condescending shitty son to talk to your daughter. Who was shitty to Leia. Leia, like... Was shitty back, and what he well, she tattled, wasn't even that shitty. She was just like, "You're kind of an asshole," right? And what he told on her, and she gets in trouble, and he's off scot free. That was bullshit. That she even had to apologize to this kid. You know what? Maybe she didn't get kidnapped. Maybe she ran away because <laughs> her parents are assholes. Yeah, I've got two questions related to one of the last scenes, which is him digging his lightsaber out of the desert. Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah. Sorry. How did he know that was there? He buried it there. It's a it's a fucking desert, dude. The force. 
Okay, why didn't he use the Force to just pull the shit out of the desert, then? It's been ten years since he's used the Force. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. So it's, it's, it's just, been, like, telekinesis things right off it's the been bat? Like, it's been, like, ten years since Obi-Wan Kenobi had used it in, in Star Wars A New Hope, presumably, and he used the Force just fine. I don't think it goes away just if you don't use it. You gotta, it's like... how many midichlorians you have, man. <laughs> You gotta get warmed up. I feel like the perfect task to warm up on is picking up a box out of the desert. That's a good point. Oh, man. Okay. The scene where they're gonna kidnap Leah. Leah, sorry. I wasn't rolling my eyes at that. Yeah, go ahead. A little girl surrounded by five villains. I don't know how she... How... It was like... She just, like, runs away between them, and it, it, it was almost was- the point of them, like, reaching their arms out and, like, closing their arms to, like, get her, and then uh, her, like, dodging out of the way, and, like, their arms comically crossing in front of them. I'm pretty sure that actually happened. There, there were... I feel like a really good editor could have made that scene a tad more believable, because there were just a lot of cuts of... One of these bad guys running up to her and then literally stopping as yes. she ran past. Yeah. They're like standing there like men, like they're a velociraptor about to uh, pounce. Just like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very vel- velociraptor emotion that you're doing. You know, everybody, this is a very audio medium. So I'll just describe it for you. He was velociraptoring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that whole scene pissed me off. The fact that ostensibly these are hardened fucking bounty hunter types and they can't just grab a kid. But then even worse than that were the fucking security guards that came out to help and just got themselves killed immediately. Like I know that it's a trope and a joke that stormtroopers and that sort of thing can't shoot well, but I find it so unbelievable when it's not even as if I can say, Oh, the gun kicked up. It's a laser gun. There's no kickback. It's just a, a laser that shoots out the you front. You don't know how it works. I know how a fucking laser works, dude. There's no kickback to a also, fucking laser. We're segueing into a conversation that I wanted to have, which those aren't lasers. Those don't move at laser speed. Those things move at the speed of a thrown baseball. <laughs> as evidenced by people using their lightsabers as bats to bat them away. <laughs> and... I've been thinking about why why is that? It's either an alternate reality in the future or and they've advanced so far in the future they forgot about the technology that we have now. But except that it's a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away. <laughs> so like it's the past. Okay. What? Whoa, dude, that's so cool and original. <laughs> I just don't want some Star Wars nerd adding us. It's the past, dude. They're dumb back then. Go on. So, here's what I think happens. Is that that's just how the technology developed. They were able to develop these, like, slow slow lasers. lasers. (laughs) And they just never thought of bullets. They just didn't come up with it. I I think that that is very true. Because clearly bullets... What are you going to do? Like... If you tried to block a bullet with a lightsaber, you'd just get slag that, like, still burned you really bad. I would I would think a bullet would disintegrate inside of the blade. I don't, I don't know about that. 
it takes a, a slow amount of time to to slowly disintegrate like a metal door in that universe with your lightsaber. I don't think that a bullet traveling at that speed would be completely vaporized. I think it would turn into, at best, plasma that would just still burn and melt on your fucking chest. We're not the first people to wonder this. Let's take this to the internet. All right. Can a lightsaber deflect normal bullets? Oh, it looks like there's canon about this. It happens in a comic book, and it looks like the bullet breaks up in the blade. The science behind it... Actually, issue 18 of the Dark Lord of the Sith confirmed that lightsabers couldn't block slugs, so like heavy bullets. Couldn't. I think that's what I'm looking at. Is that so the, it couldn't block it, but you think that it would melt it? Yeah. I don't think that this ends up an interesting conversation, but I don't yeah. think <laughs> I don't think that you can say it can't block it, but it can vaporize it because That's, that might as well just be blocking it at that right. point. Um, but I ended up down a little rabbit hole of can a lightsaber cut through Captain America's shield? Ooh, the answer is Mark Hamill responded. No. By saying, in the Marvel Universe, no. In the Star Wars Universe, yes. And then Chris Evans responded by saying, you fool, now I have vibranium throwing stars. (laughs) Which I found funny. But somebody uh, actually did the nerd math and was like, well, actually, vibranium uh, is really efficient at blocking kinetic energy. So heat might be able to get through, like, just some bullshit that I don't even think works either. So, yeah. Do you want to write an episode two? I guess. I guess we have to. All right. What happens at the end of the first episode? We find out that that Jedi Hunter was the one that kidnapped Leia, or rather had bounty hunters kidnap Leia, Mm -hmm. because Jedis hunt themselves. Obi-Wan's got his lightsaber. Yeah, he digs his lightsaber up, and then he gets on a ship to go find Leia. You know what would have... Hold on. Before we go to writing episode two, I think what would have been a much cooler scene... Or had more impact is if they had not shown him digging those lightsabers out of the desert. And instead, just as he was digging out his passport, you see the hilt of the lightsaber. Like, that's the fucking reveal. Not, oh, I went and digged it up, dug it up. Like, I when they show it, it's supposed to be momentous and like, oh, he's got his lightsaber. But of course he has his fucking lightsaber. I just saw him dig it up five minutes ago. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And he tells another Jedi who's trying to go into hiding to dip, bury his lightsaber in, in the desert and they show him digging it up. They didn't even need to show him digging it up. He could have said, buried in the desert, left it at that, and then you can show him with the thing. And you could even do like like you show the thing and then like a little sand spills out or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a little dusty. Like yeah. A little sandy. Yeah, we're so much, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. We're not writing episode two. We're rewriting episode one. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Alright. So, rewriting episode one. We're going to need, like, a good 10 or 15 minutes closing a whole bunch of logic loops. <laughs> or logic holes. So we got to close all those holes. Also, we got to incorporate Jar Jar Binks in some way. Oh! <laughs> I can do this all in one shot. All Go. right. All right. I'm going um, to leave you to it. Obi-Wan and... And... Uh, uh, Jimmy Smith's are sitting around at the beginning of the episode talking. They're like talking about how bad of a plan this is and like how bad much plan this what is. What? Oh, like separating the kids. And all this and like it. changing your name and everything. Yeah. They're like, 
who came up with all this shit? It's just like a flashback cut to to Jar Jar being like, and Yusa can't go by Obi-Wan anymore. Yusa go by Ben. What about my last name? <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just like stops and he's like, ah, still Kenobi is fine. Like he obviously hadn't thought of it. And then it's just like Jar Jar, like being like, and then you spy on the kid and you pretend like you do not want. <laughs> yeah. So it's just this was all Jar Jar's plan. Yeah, it was all Jar Jar's, plan. and that's why it's so shitty. And I then need, he goes, I need a bit of an explanation why they followed through with Jar Jar's plan, knowing that it was so shitty. <laughs> Just just a bit. <laughs> Post-battle fatigue. Got it. Perfect. All right. That's it. They're just... And it, it takes them a few days or weeks as they're, like, enacting the plan to be like, this is a really shitty plan. Who came up with this fucking plan? Where the fuck is Yoda? Why, why are we doing why? this? Like, Yoda could just have the kids. It'd be fine. He <laughs> yeah. could teach them to be, like, dope-ass Jedis or some shit from birth. It'd be great. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no, you just see, like... Obi-Wan coming off the battlefield, just like dragging his lightsaber behind him, just like, fuck, that was hard. They're like, well, what are we going to do now? And he's like, stop making me do this shit. Just somebody make a decision. Just enact just Jar Jar's somebody plan. Somebody do something. And they're like, Jar Jar's got an idea. And he's like, fine, just fucking, I don't want to think about this anymore. This is the whole first episode. Yeah. We did it. Nailed it. Cool. In a, in a podcast first, we've rewritten episode one, <laughs> which might be a better premise for our podcast than uh, writing a second episode, but... We, we can right. keep that in mind. You got anything else? I don't think so. You want to wrap it up? Sure. Thank you for watching the episode one podcast. Yes, yes thanks for watching our audio podcast. Uh, you can check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com uh, or follow us on Twitter. It's at podcast episode one. Either of those will keep you up to date on our episodes as they come out. If you like the show, leave a rating or review or go to your local Apple store and rate it 19 times. Last but not least, big thanks to Bosdi for the use of our theme song.